Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is the best of two pros in a cup of joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. Tire Rack. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Last Friday of the year, last show of the year for 2023, how the hell are we feeling here? You're a big New Year's guy, huh? Nah, just like pointing it out. That's all. Var, how is Atlanta? Come on, Var. It's good, man. Um, you hanging uh, in listen, there? Uh, I'm gonna fight. I'm gonna fight through this one. I'm gonna fight through <laughs> this one. I'm good. Why do you need to fight through? Let's what do happened? It. Oh, it's just you know, it's a lot going on. It's a lot going on here in Atlanta. You know, it's a, it's a we are thing. You know, it's it's a it's a state college, uh, Nittany Nation takeover going on right now. So nice. Yeah. Well, you it's know, where the players it might play be, there in Atlanta. That's what, that's what I've been saying. It is where the players play. Yeah. 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 You know, some people say that, you know, it moves really fast here, like a, like a cheetah, you know, stuff like that, you know. So you got to be real careful, you know. <laughs> yeah. How oh, the lemon pepper wings. <laughs> You know, I'm, I I may partake this evening. Okay. I, I needed to be somewhat tame because you know, well, I I'm responsible and I, <laughs> I wanted to be able to uh, talk talk sports with you guys coherently and and be present, you know, during the show and be a positive contributor and teammate to our show. Yeah. Oh, well, listen, uh, so you I'm know good. what? It's a big day. It is a big day. That's such a big day. Well, it's a big day for the state of Ohio. Because the Cleveland Browns are in the playoffs, Brady Quinn. Yeah. That's why, yeah. Wacko for Flacco. Yeah. What is this? The Cle- Cleveland Browns fight song. hi Ohio for Cleveland. I guess we didn't win enough when I was there. I don't remember hearing this song. <laughs> yes. I do not remember ever hearing this song. It's just glorious. We also didn't have a band. <laughs> it's glorious. Are we sure this is the fight song? We're going to mix this up with something else? You know, according to YouTube, that'll work. Uh, so according according to YT, uh, this is the Cleveland Browns fight song. 
but you know it, what it is, sounds like what's it that? Sounds like the University of Brown or Brown, excuse me, Brown University's fights. Yeah, I mean, who knows? It probably is to be, to be quite. Well, no, my uncle and wife went there. It sounds kind of similar. To that. Um, but that nonetheless, like nutcracker. Uh, a, uh, <laughs> it was a nutcracking performance last night by the Cleveland Browns. Ah. <laughs> As they, they, they were cracking well done, Jonas and, and smacking well done. last night on the cracking New York and smacking. Uh, it was awesome to watch. Awesome to cracking, see sort of the, uh, the uh, fan base get to celebrate with all those guys out there. Uh, Joe Flacco, wacko for Flacco yet again. He gets it done. Uh, you know, second half wasn't all that hot. Uh, it seemed well, like it didn't need to be. Yeah. I mean, that was the thing that actually, I guess I looked at it and I was like, all right. This team didn't leave any doubt whether or not they're a playoff team. At home, short week, this late in the season, playing really good football. They came out in the first quarter and dominated. And it was like, oh, that's it. Like, I, and obviously I picked Cleveland. You know, sometimes laying seven, seven and a half points, they feel like a big number. But in this case, they didn't leave any doubt in my mind. And we've been saying this about Buffalo. Hey, that's the team like no one wants to play when they get to the playoffs. Are the Browns a team that you don't want to play? Yeah. I mean, right now, Turning if you look at the Browns, quickly. the way they're operating, do you feel better about Cleveland or Kansas City? Uh, right now, I would say Cleveland feels like they know what they are. Yeah. And, and Kansas City doesn't. And if, if we're being honest, Joe Flacco's playoff numbers are really good. Like, he's always played well in the playoffs. I, I was looking at his career playoff stats He's never been a one-and-done guy in the playoffs. He's at least won one game in the playoffs, every single appearance he's had. And guys like Eli Manning, who won the two Super Bowls, he was always one-and-done. Like, never won in another year that he didn't win a Super Bowl. Flacco, if you go back and look at his numbers, he's been, like, that Super Bowl run he went on, he was impressive. His final playoff run with Baltimore, he was really, really good. Like, I, I see it and I go, defense... If assuming Amari Cooper is healthy and can play, the Elijah Moore uh, that was a little scary last night. Um, hit his helmet helmet like that, and then you know going into convulsions or whatever that was not ideal. But I, I look at him and I go, if they get Jacksonville in the first round, they're winning that game. Like, well, how many teams would you say that though against? I mean, a lot of people probably like the matchup versus Jacksonville right now. I wonder what the points yeah. would be in that game. Mm. If only we had a way of looking that up. If it was at Jacksonville, I wonder what the point spread would be. Do you think we have a way of looking that up? Wacko for Flacco. I don't know. You guys are so wacko. Why are you guys so wacko? Come on, boy. I don't know, but I I look at the playoff picture right now. I kind of like what I'm seeing. And uh, I get so excited about gambling, man. I love it. It's amazing. Yeah, what fun. is the point spread with Wacko for Flacko you, you, you being what, involved? You know what gambling is? It's a hot sauce on a bland meal. You get a game coming up, you're like, eh, it's not a whole lot going on. Oh, wait Why a second. is it that hot sauce can make it better? Just does. Adds a little flavor. Adds a little something to it. Chicken stride. Which one's your favorite? Add a little Which hot sauce. Favorite? Adds a little spice. Yeah. Which one's your favorite? Are you Tabasco or are you like, what? what is it called? Uh... What's the other one? Cholula. There's uh, Valentino, which is a good or Valentina, I think it is, which is a good one. Uh, I grew up red hot. I was a I was a red hot guy. Yeah. Tapatio is another one. Tapatio is a good one. That's 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 straight L.A., I think, because I never heard of it until I came to L.A. Yeah, uh, Frank's red hot sauce. Yeah, that's Frank's red hot was. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. It's so crazy. Like, why does it make it better? 
And if it can't make it better, then you just can't do it. Yeah, it's you know? like, look at that, that game last night. You know, Al Michaels made reference to the fact that the over hit in the first half again for those guys. But you're watching that game going, well, I mean, listen, you know, minus seven, seven at a hook, depending on where you're at. You know, got a little bit, you get a little bit dicey in the second half. And then all of a sudden you're looking going, no, nah, never mind. It's just the Jets and they're terrible and their season. How did with. we predict that game? Did, did we hit? Did any of us hit on how we What got a little dicey game? in the second half? Well, it just felt like it was at that point to where Cleveland kept giving the ball back, and you're like, man, if the sure. Jets can get one touchdown, one. Well, they needed more than just one. Yeah. I mean, they were up by 17. But it would have made it a one-score opportunity to get back into the point spread range. Got That's you. So that one score at. that they needed that they never got would have also then made it more in- so for the next score that they needed. Listen, gotcha. listen, man, when you've lost as much as I have, you just assume anything bad is going to happen. I okay? get that. I, I get that. You've got that sort of negative energy about yes. you where you just yes, fully expect oh, to lose 100%. every bet you make. And trust me, from working with you for as long as I have, you lose a lot of those bets. Yes, I do. So. Yes, that Dang. is a matter of fact. Yes, that's the truth. Uh, that I'm being sorry said, to hear that, Jonas. No, nah, whatever. I mean, it is what it is. You know? oh, Your luck sorry. is going to change in this new year. LeVar, he loves it, though. It's not. He, he likes change. losing because he thinks it makes a better story. No, it's not that it makes a better story. I just know what my flaws are, and I'm willing mm. to be open and about it's my gambling. flaws. Yes. And, and guess that's what? why you only bet $5 or $6 or yeah, $10. But, but I think it yeah. shows my ability to get up off the stool every single time and answer the bell. Because you know what I'm going to do this weekend? I'm going to gamble again. And I'm going to lose again, but I'm still going to come back for more. Ding, ding, but ding. But you don't spend your money on anything else. Like, you don't have a life outside of, like, you know, anything else that you do. So you, you, see you what probably kind of, have a ton of extra money to just burn on gambling. That's I mean, not true. You see what kind of ride I got. All right. What do you think the payments are on that bad boy? You know, zero. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> Negative zero. <laughs> Somebody paid you to drive that. All right. All right, buddy. If you want this, fine. But, I'll give you five hundred dollars to take but, this. But can you take the the yard rake and the lawnmower that's hanging out the back? Also, it's like no problem. <laughs> uh, that'll work for me. But and uh, can you give me my percentage when you go do them yards? <laughs> so. Uh, Joe Flacco, uh, Wacko for Flacco, spoke after the game just about his reception in Cleveland. I mean, they were chanting his name there as a Baltimore Raven. I'm sure he never thought that day would come, but talked about the reception in Cleveland and what it was like playing in that atmosphere last night. Coming out of the tunnel with, I don't know if people had their iPhones going or if they gave them, I mean, it was really cool. Unbelievable atmosphere. So, yeah, to get it done in front of the home crowd, to actually get ourselves into that next step in the season, definitely made it extra special. It's cool. I mean, just put yourself in that position. I mean, you can't deny it. It, it, it was, it's, I said it from the very beginning. I mean, the city has been unbelievable. Our, my teammates have been unbelievable like in, in terms of just embracing me onto this football team. So uh, it's all been great. It, it makes it that much more special to you know be able to come in here and, and play some good football. It makes a difference to go out there and play in front of a crowd like that week in and week out. So like if we can continue to play good football and these guys can continue to show up like that, I mean, that's just how you build an organization, you know, year after year after year. And this city, you can just tell, like, they love football and it's, it's special going out there and playing for them. It is kind of a load of crap that the Browns are going to not win the division and going to have to go on the road against a team that they're going to be two to possibly three games better than in the win-loss standings. Like, I wouldn't I've like said this before. If, yeah. there, if there's tweaks that the NFL wants to make to make their playoff product better, 
you, you get rid of this whole idea that, I mean, honestly, I'd get rid of the divisions. You can keep those matchups where you play them twice a year as, as historical matchups, but uh, allow the top teams to all end up playing in it. So I'm sorry, AFC South. I'm sorry, NFC South. If, if you don't have one of those top teams, you know, you either aren't in it or you're not going to be hosting a playoff game. Like, if, we, if we're honest with ourselves, we're like, oh, all, all the games matter, right? Because that's what you hear. All the games matter. All right, if they all matter, then if you have a team with a better record, shouldn't they get the opportunity then to host a playoff game? Doesn't that make more sense if they all matter? Because mm. if they don't all matter the same amount, then you're basically saying, well, the divisional ones matter more. Okay, well, I guess that's the, the product you want, but you might have a losing team hosting a team that's got double-digit wins in the playoffs, and how, how fair is that or how equitable is that? I mean, has it been? It doesn't seem like it is. Has it no. been? Uh, I'm thinking back because when they made the playoffs during COVID, when they won that game, that was at Pittsburgh, and then they went on the road to Kansas City, did Cleveland, and were competitive in that game. But you know, some people can argue Donovan Peoples-Jones and that you know, TBJ. Yeah. yeah, that was a bad, uh, bad, bad play there for him and for the Cleveland Browns. But the last time they hosted a playoff game, what are we talking about? Like O two? Yeah, 2002, I believe. Yeah. Jeez, right. I mean that that fan and base. And they lost in the play, the wild card round. They lost at home, right? Yeah, I think that was the Kelly Holcomb year. I think That's Kelly right. Holcomb and uh, right. and Lavar's guy Tim Couch were uh, were the yeah, that was my dude. Yeah. Couchy. Yeah, that's fine. I'm more of a Brady. 20, I'm more so of a Brady Quinn guy myself. Two other. Birds. Well, so it wasn't. A, it wasn't like it was a comparison, my guy. But I hear what you're saying. I'm just saying, I got loyalty here. I'm loyal to Brady. You can be loyal to Tim Couch all you want. I'm a Brady Quinn guy. Tim Couch, man. We got we got history, me and Timmy. You know, it's my guy. They were they were uh, sell, they were basically trading in all of our jerseys for a number of players before the game. Dude wipes, uh, by the way, which is a great product. Oh wow! For those of you that don't use dude oh, wipes, wow! You really should think about using it. All right, it is a breath mint for your butt. Um, I huh. always feel like it's like the, the, the best hygiene, best way to go ahead and clean <laughs> up after you're done. But dude wipes sponsored. Booty mint for every quarterback from 1999, I think, to 2021, 2022. You could trade in your old jersey, and then you could get a Joe Flacco, a um, was it Nick Chubb? There's a, there's like a few other players too. If you look this up, um, that you could get in exchange for it. I wouldn't do hmm. that personally. I think I think Watson might have been part of it too. Can I ask you guys well, about what this means he, for Deshaun Watson? He could probably use. The I asked it as yesterday. Well. I asked it yesterday. I mean, he would love a booty man. Um, anyway, Damn. Uh, what? <laughs> Damn, Deshaun can't even yeah. get out of a segment. Hold on, hey man. Nick hey, Chubb, Miles Garrett, Joe Flacco, Deshaun Watson jersey is what you would get in exchange for any of your old jerseys. So, let me ask you this. If Flacco goes into the second round or or further into the playoffs, what happens? What happens? I don't know, but of these paid. jerseys they all put in there, and they obviously had, again, Miles Garrett, Deshaun Watson, Nick Chubb, Joe Flacco. Flacco's jerseys were the first to go off the shelf. Wow. Yeah, they're going wacko for him. They're going wacko for wacko. Flacco. Hey, wacko for Flacco. It does have to be odd, though, considering you know he gets drafted to Baltimore. Yes. He wins a yeah. Super Bowl with Baltimore. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's there for the vast majority of his career. And now he comes back to a place 
where he really doesn't have any ties. I don't, I don't know that anyone re- will remember him as a Cleveland Brown outside of Cleveland Browns fans for this run right now, and, and depending on where it goes. So it is kind of mm-hmm. crazy that it's worked out this way. Um, but it just goes to show you, like, he's, he's playing great football right now. And there's too many teams, unfortunately, that passed up on the opportunity to play more competitive. Like, I, I kind of look at the Jets situation because they're playing them last night and kept thinking, how different would that have, this season have been had Joe Flacco been on the Jets as a backup? And no one, no one in the front office or coaching staff, I mean, even you heard Robert Sala talk before the game about that subject. And, and no one wanted to put any stock into that. I, I just, I look at it and go, man, this is, <laughs> this was a bad move. And for whatever reason, but it doesn't matter now. I mean, the Jets I wonder the how they're looking at that right now in New York. You know, I, I, don't, like, I honestly don't think they who are. made that decision. Yeah, you're probably right. But I mean, isn't that why teams lose? That's the difference between teams losing and winning is being able to make proper decisions, proper planning. I mean, and even just proper adjusting, you know, you had the opportunity to bring him in like several different times and you didn't do it. So if they're not paying any attention to the fact that they had a guy that knew their offense, that that had the potential to be a serviceable uh, guy for their team and you didn't do it. And I just don't understand how you don't think about it. If, if I'm if I'm Woody Johnson or or, you know, someone else like you're not sitting there having some type of moment where you're like, man, like we had him and he was available. Like, what? Remind me again why we didn't take a, a flyer on bringing Joe Flacco back. I like mean, nobody's saying that. I, I will say this is as bad as the season has been for the New York Jets. Robert Sala did stumble onto that beard of his, and it looks fantastic. So, I'm telling you, man, they need to cast him for a movie. I, I don't know what movie, but he's looking like a movie star yeah, with that thing. Yeah, I mean, like it a is, superhero movie, like a James Bond. He might be James the villain, I'll be honest with you. I don't think he's the hero. I think he's the villain. Take him to the next level, well, man. Oh, snap. Yeah. I mean, did I you tell me, does he, does he look like the hero or the villain with that beard? I mean, it looks like. I mean, I feel like you could go either way with it because yeah. he's, he's really? got that. He, yeah, he's because he's he's he's, he's got, got that, too much uh, that stoic, like mean look to him. Yeah. You know, it's like a mean beard. No, he's. he's I mean, he guy. could be the first Dark Knight with a beard. You know, I'm just saying. Then you'd be like, I knew that was Robert Sala, even though he had on the Dark Knight, you know, uni because the beard, the beard, to- it, it showed us. Yeah, that, he's that's got him. he's got villain vibes written all over him. Looks great, though. So uh, good for him. And if you believe the reports, he'll be back, him and Joe Douglas, next year to uh, to run this thing back with uh, hopefully a fully what, healthy Aaron Rodgers. Why would we not believe the reports? Well, I don't know. I mean, just uh, there's some reports out there that are a load of crap sometimes. You know so. you know what my report says? What's that? You want to know what my report says? What's it say, Bar? That I'm looking at the clock, are and you? the clock says to me that it struck 12.01 a little while ago. And made today um, the next day from Thursday, which was something that you usually let us know by now what what's taking place oh, on today yeah, once yeah, it yeah. turned twelve oh one. That's what I'm looking at okay. right now. That's yeah, what my no. calendar says. Yeah, yeah, yeah listen, I hear you. Let me, you want to do, do the honors? All right, I'm ready. Here All we right. go. All the way from Atlanta. 
It's a football Friday. Yeah, come on, Bar. Yeah. <laughs> come on. Yeah, let's go, Bar. Yeah. 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 Come on. Yeah, there it is. Got to get some football. Yeah. Let me play this. Let me play this in Atlanta. Let me play this in Atlanta. The party is at the close. Yeah. Where we're at. Oh, yeah. We were drinking. Yeah. How are we doing, Josh? Yeah. Yeah. How are we doing, Josh? It all. We were doing it. We were totally. Oh, totally. It's big. It's totally. It's football Friday. It's football Friday. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's go to the old school. Yeah. Yeah. Friday night is a football Friday. Go to Magic City Bar. Come on. Football Friday. Lemon pepper. Wings. Private room. Okay. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and who doesn't want better sex? But if you have ED, you may be struggling and dragging your feet on solving the problem. Don't put off having a better sex life any longer. Check out Him Sex Choose and bring a new level of excitement and confidence to your sex life. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. No insurance is needed. Pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, ongoing shipments, and provider messaging. Hims has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, so if ED is getting you down it's time to change that start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash two pros that's h-i-m-s.com slash two pros for your personalized ed treatment options hymns.com slash two pros prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply see website for details and important safety information subscription required price varies based on product and subscription plan sex are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs. Hey, you know, upon further review, I think you guys are right. Robert Sala would make a good, good, uh, good movie. Well, I don't see him smile as much as I do see him with that stoic look. And I think, you know, mm-hmm. usually the villain ends up having that kind of stoic look. <laughs> by the way, did you guys hear? Uh, so. He was asked, or just listen to this back and forth with the media last night. This was Robert Sala. Uh, apparently, there were people within the media that were trying to figure out why he didn't seem more upset than he actually was following the loss last night. Uh, this was the exchange. You don't seem, I mean, maybe you're not conveying what you really feel inside, but you don't seem like particularly like angry or upset about it. And I'm wondering if you could just share, like, what's really churning inside of you now. Um, I'm, not, I'm not quite sure on the question, Rich. I'm, uh, well, you don't seem like do you, want me, do, you want, do you want me to throw the podium on the floor? Uh, whatever you want to do. <laughs> like, what are they well, watching? it can be whatever you want to do because you said what he was doing wasn't what he was really feeling. What like, he, what what was he doing there? Was he trying to be his therapist? <laughs> just like, dude. Well, like, what what he 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 lost. They've lost a lot. Everybody knows what the situation is. Like, like what is what's he supposed to? I don't get it. Like, show more emotion. But what they need to do is focus on finally being the New England Patriots next weekend. That's what they wow. should focus on. Wow. I mean, they, Shots fired by one Jonas Knox. I mean, they haven't beat him since the 1960s. Bang, bang, hard, right? Gotta, bang, you, bang, some from Knoxnard. At some point, you've got to beat the New England Patriots, and they have not beaten them in a long-ass time. That should be their Super Bowl. Well, I mean, again, it, it'd probably help if they had Zach Wilson healthy and playing and not Trevor Simeon, but that's, an, that's a whole other story. Um, I, I look at it and think this. It, it helps their draft position, which if, if, you're, if you're looking towards 2024, isn't that kind of all that matters? Yes. I mean, ultimately, like, yeah. it sounds terrible to say that, but that's the truth of, of where they are at. They have no postseason aspirations. They're starting a quarterback who is, I don't even know if he'll be on the roster next year, and they don't really have much hope to keep guys from, you know, not wanting to think about everything in the future because that's, that's where things are at right now for this team. It's basically been that way the entire season. So, Jeez. I'm just saying, like, I, I don't I think he's coped with the situation since Rogers went down and very early on. He realized this is not this is going to be another losing season. And they are all is in it just for 2024. Is it is it a foregone conclusion that you just 
should expect the worst when your first string quarterback goes out? Well, no, I think this season's evidence of that, right? When you've got Joe Flacco, who's, you know, everyone's going wacko for Flacco. Wacko. Um, You've got other teams in the mix that have been used backups. It's not that. It's the fact that about five, six games in the season, I think you knew that whatever backup it was, whether it was Zach Wilson or whoever else, the team isn't quite there yet. The offensive line wasn't quite there. Some of the pieces, too, they've had, it's just they're not there yet. So, again, I think the the, the tough part for him is everything goes in to 2024. If they don't win in 2024, he's out. But what what the the getting there with the offensive line and the things you're mentioning and the reason why I led off with that is was because it's obvious that you don't punt the season when you lose your starting quarterback in the first game. My question is, if if they're that not there yet right now, do you do we honestly believe? And I know the answer will be yes. He's done it before, and I get that. But can he do it at this point in his career? Those those deficiencies that they have on the offensive side of the ball, which, by the way, their defense has broken down too, by the way. But those deficiencies, does Aaron Rodgers heal all all ills next season? Is that what's expected? Like if they don't well, no, they have fix time to, every though. single thing? Between free agency and the draft, they have time to, to fix the issues they've got. But I, I think, again, the greater point is he knows like that's that's his job. Like his job as the head coach of the New York Jets is the success of next season. Whether or not they can find a way of getting the playoffs, probably winning some games, is is the ultimate goal. And anything short of that is is he's out. I mean, his win loss record since he's been there, it not only does it make it I think hard to want to keep him if, if they don't have success in twenty twenty four, but I also think it makes it hard to hire him again based on how some of this stuff has gone. I mean, that's not just me being overly critical. It's just kind of looking at the situation going, they're, they're what, a 7-6-10 and 10 football team. They yeah. could very well end up 7-10 and 10 again for a, a second year in a row. But, you know, he's going to be, what, 4-13, and 7-10, 7-10 maybe again. I mean, at best, if not 6-11. and 11. The coaches have been fired for a lot better than that. And, and that's the problem is if they don't not only win next season – but getting the playoffs and going to run, it might be hard to justify keeping him because they're not going to get rid of Aaron Rodgers. They're just not. The next person who they'd want to move on from would be him. Dang. It's a, uh, Talk about a pressure cooker. Yeah, but at least Jeez. you know he'll be back. You know, at least you know that. So he's going to have uh, – I mean, but sometimes does it – well, I don't know. Uh, you're a head coach, so I guess uh, – yeah, I'll, I'll, I won't even say that out of my mouth, but, yeah, go ahead. Well, listen. Go ahead. Here's what we do know. We've what got, do we know? We've got a couple of teams that are still alive and well. Well, at least one of them for sure. Uh, the, the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, we feel like, are going to be a playoff team. Now, what they do in the postseason based on how their offense looks, uh, who the hell knows. And the Cincinnati Bengals, who have uh, been one of those teams that has had a backup quarterback take over for their franchise quarterback going down, who has stayed afloat, although this past game against Pittsburgh, not ideal for Cincinnati. But they do meet up coming up this weekend. And in a, in a matchup that we've seen over the past couple of years, one of the great rivalries in the NFL. And Jamar Chase 
for what it's worth. He's doing his best to try and instill some life into this rivalry when you've got a couple of teams that have been struggling recently and a couple of teams that are far from where people thought they were at this point in the season. Here was the Bengals wide receiver talking about those Kansas City Chiefs. I know what I see on paper. I know what I see in game. That's why they double everybody because they can't do it one-on-one. The best player on their team is Snead, and that's a fact. Everybody knows that. That's why they double-double everything they see. Um, they know I'm good. They know how to play us. That's what it is, but it's not like they got a superstar on their defense. Bang, bang. You think about that, Var? And Shot the, to the, and the back. Well, he's talking about in the backfield in the or the back end, the secondary, I'm, I'm assuming, because Chris Jones is a superstar. So I mean I don't I don't think I think he meant in the in the secondary is is kind of where he was was focused and and I mean is he wrong? I mean is he wrong? Tell no. me he's wrong. I mean I no. don't I don't think he's wrong. Yeah, I mean now if I'm on Kansas City's team, if I'm if I'm Spags, I'm sitting there if I'm the D coordinator, I'm sitting there like, yeah, he's right. My scheme works with with the personnel that we have. And if I'm in the secondary of Kansas City, I'm sitting there saying, uh, well, let's see what we can do. But Jamar Chase is a really, really fine receiver. Now, with that being said, I might be a little bit froggy at the situation because you don't have Joe Burrow throwing you the ball. So, you know, I... I, You may not even have Jamar Chase either. (laughs) That's the part of this that's funny is Jamar Chase may not play in this game. So... right. I don't think he makes those comments if he's not playing. I don't think he makes those comments. So, I mean, I would assume he's going to play, but if I'm Kansas City, where they're at right now, um, they're not trending up, and the best thing that they can do is come out with a burr, you know, and and, and really play play some inspired ball. That's That's, I mean, that's, Kansas City has their own, own concerns and own worries outside of what Jamar Chase has to say. And, and that's that's a fact. So it, regardless of what Jamar has to say, Kansas City has to tighten up and and whatever it is that they have to do in order to make, make the type of run, you know, down this stretch and into the playoffs that they need to make, you know, adjustment-wise, that needs to be their main focus, not not what Jamar Chase is talking about. I mean, it is fun, though. You know, at least it adds something. It gives us a little. They're bit both of wounded, though. Like yeah. they're both like kind of like wounded, wounded, wounded teams. I don't, I don't feel like it's as, as interesting. Like if Joe Burrow's playing, you know, if, <laughs> if the Kansas City T- Chiefs team is playing better, I, 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 I find that to be more entertaining. But today, you know, it doesn't hit me like that today. KC's a six and a half point favorite. Love the Chiefs in that spot. Give me the Chiefs. I think they bounce back. Give I'm with the you, Chiefs. Sam. I, I think they they take care of business. I I don't know. I mean, when you think about Max Crosby on one side and all the attention he he, he really gets, it allows Koontz and other players to kind of open up. And the tackles for the Chiefs have struggled, but I just I, I don't know. I, I don't I don't think there's that big of a difference maker on Cincinnati's defensive front as far as from an edge rusher standpoint. I mean. Crosby's in the conversation for defensive player of the year, at least should be, uh, even though his stats don't always show it. I mean, I, I think most players who go up against him would, would say he's up there you know, with some of the best. So I, I think that's going to be one of the bigger differences is Mahomes isn't going to be running for his life 
like we saw last week versus Las Vegas. Now, if they go out, just a hypothetical question I like here. the Bengals' D-line. Um, if, if they go out. It's a good D-line, but it's just they don't have Max Crosby. You know, they don't have a guy like that. I mean, Max Crosby is 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 on one this year. I, I would say that, but I just I I think that the defensive ends for for the Bengals, yeah, they're especially. Good. Um, I mean, I I think they're yeah. I mean, I think they're pretty solid. I mean, they're solid. Yeah, I think they're pretty solid. Hubbard, you know, Hendrick Hendrickson. I think I think they're pretty good, man. I don't. I mean, they're not a Max Crosby, of course, but I, I think they're, I think they get they they pressure and and stress out quarterbacks pretty well in, in Cincy. Lavar, can I ask you a hypothetical question here? So, if Jamar Chase doesn't play, and all of a sudden the Chiefs go out and they whoop that ass, and they're running, they're talking trash, they're, I mean, it's violent. If you're a teammate of Jamar Chase, do you look at him and go, "What'd you do?" But why you you weren't even gonna play and you stirred the pot, you woke up a sleeping dog, and now we gotta deal with the repercussions and you're not even here I mean, to answer for it. We all have like a family member or a friend that, that's put you in that position right. before. Like why'd you do that? Like why why would you say that? You're not the one gonna do anything about it. But you do it in the moment. <laughs> you don't do it in the game. You do it in the moment. Like if if that were the case, that happened after people found out that that's what he said. And then now you got to gut up and do what what the the good friend or what the the brother does. Like you got to you got to go in there and you got to throw down. Like we're here now. You said it. Like we got to step up and 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 deal with it. But listen, I don't I don't deal in that that type of way. Like I've always fell on the other side of it. Like speak your mind. As long as you walk your talk, I'm cool with you. You know, and Jamar Chase walks his talk, so I'm not if I'm his teammate, I don't have that problem. I kind of, in my mind, I'm like, all right, he's, he's, he's got a chip on his shoulder, you know, and he feels a certain type of way. And you know what? So do I, I feel a certain type of way. So I'm going to go out here and I'm going to whomp somebody's ass just because I feel that, I feel that energy. Like that's how I approach things. I don't, I don't take like, Oh man, come on. Now there's been times where dudes have done just stupid things and it caused a situation where it's like you you feel like you got to protect the person, you know. But I don't I don't feel like that's one of these cases right here. I don't I don't feel as though, you know, Jamar was egregious. I think he was honest in what he said. I mean, they do double. They they that you know, Spags has has come up with some really really nice schemes during the course of this year. Not so much lately, but they don't have a superstar cover guy. They don't have a Jalen Ramsey in their in their secondary they don't have a guy that they can just leave on a receiver to to cover one-on-one and for that to that point not very many teams do so you know with that being said I don't I don't find it egregious what what Jamar Chase said and I don't find it inflammatory either but they may use it as as you know Kansas City may use that as motivation but if I'm Jamar's teammate I don't I didn't look at that like oh he said anything you know, disrespectful, or he said something that was inaccurate. He said what was true. Like, this is what I saw. Could you have gone without saying it? Sure, but you said it, and and we're going to live with it. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You know, in today's world, it seems the best treatment is reserved only for a few. Well, Discover wants to change that by making everyone feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are or where you are in life, you'll feel special with Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. So the Cleveland Browns are in the playoffs. Second time in over 20 years, the Browns are in the playoffs after their win over the New York Jets last night. It is night. funny when they say that, like you say, second time. But if you actually say, what is it, the second time since 2020? Uh, yeah, that kind of ruins it. doesn't sound quite as yeah. good, does it? Yeah. So you got to go. I, I've noticed that, though. People have said that. Like, oh, it's the second time in 20. It's like, well, it's the second time also in like four years. So And Kevin Stefanski responsible for both of those. Yeah. You know, so mm. Stefanski. Uh, a lot of people pushing back who are Lions fans of the uh, coach of the year saying, look at Dan Campbell. How could you not give it to him? I'm like, no, he's obviously the favorite for right now and very deserving. But I don't think he's dealt with as much adversity this season on his roster as compared to Kevin Stefanski. I think Stefanski has a better case for overcoming what he's overcome. Stefanski, Campbell coached a nine-win team last year. You know, I, I, I think it's, just, it's over. Stefanski just won it. 
I, I, I'm I'm saying it's over right now. If you go to DraftKings, Stefanski's a minus two seventy five. Campbell's right, but a that plus changed in the last twenty four hours. I'm just telling you, I'm getting a lot of pushback from those Lions fans. Uh, refresh uh, your screen, okay. Jonas. First of all, <laughs> listen, I, I've been so refreshing true. my screen. So okay? true. I, refresh, Lee. Refresh that screen. Okay, for him, I, I refreshed you? it. Crop uh, dust we, him and then refresh we, the screen. We are completely refreshed. Here. Oh wow! But like people could say whatever they want about Dan. Cam- like the expectations, to your point, coming into the season were that Detroit was going to win. The they division. were the favorites. Yes. So, like, the idea that, oh, all of a sudden, uh, you know, Dan Campbell is not getting respect. No, like, he was respected. It was called before the season when you were the favorites to win the division when you've had an awful franchise for all those years. Like, Dan Campbell's done a great job. He deserves a, a bunch of love. But Kevin Stefanski dealing with what he's dealt with, the Nick Chubb injury, Deshaun Watson fiasco, all that stuff in, might I add, the most difficult division in the NFL. Like, how the hell can you not give it to Stefanski? Well, here's the other thing is – I, I, you know, Detroit could lose this week, and you—if you're going to base it based on overall record—I'm just saying, like, there's still a shot that they end up maybe with the same record. I don't know if you had to play four quarterbacks in Detroit if you're getting the same results. You know, I, I did Cleveland. That's what's remarkable is it's an 11-win season, and they've had four different starting quarterbacks. It's incredible. Yeah, I, I I think it's way more impressive what Stefanski and the Browns have done in Cleveland, and you know. Speaking of odds, you know, it feels like Stefanski's got the advantage there. Defensive player of the year, Miles Garrett's at a minus 235. Micah Parsons sitting there plus 175. But the major movement, the major development that we have seen this morning following the Brownies getting into the playoffs last night with their win over the Jets, comeback player of the year. You remember all those few days ago, you know, like two to be exact, where DeMar Hamlin was a 5-1 to one favorite to win Comeback Player of the Year. He is now a minus 150 with Joe Flacco at even money. Wow, they're going wacko for wacko Flacco for right Flacco is, wacko. is such... You gotta go wacko for Flacco. It's such a phenomenon that they are considering that way more impressive than the guy returning after almost dying on the field. That is how wacko for Flacco they are going. I mean, you always gotta bring that up, huh? I'm just saying... That's the story of DeMar Hamlin. I think the comeback player of the year award needs more clarity. Like, I I think we need a little bit more, you know, defining, like, what exactly constitutes. Yeah. I mean, it seems like a pretty wide ranging (laughs) deal here. Like, it doesn't sound like on field performance (laughs) matters at all. It's like uh, when we're factoring in the, the varying between DeMar Hamlin's situation and Joe Flacco or any other player. It's like, well, was it injury? No. It, is it, it was a play? Okay. <laughs> no. it, does, it, does playing matter? Apparently not. So I'm just saying what I would like to see moving forward is more clarity as to what exactly the award is being given for. And I think that would help a lot of people out there, you, you, you myself remember, included. Uh, so you remember, I think it was, was it last year? I, I think it was last year where one of the favorites for comeback player of the year, at least he was in the top four or five, was Deshaun Watson. And Brady asked the question, yeah, what's he coming back from? <laughs> it's like, oh, it's true. No. He is, he is, you know, he is coming back from something. Uh, it's called 
you know, multiple massage therapists and a, uh, you know, some suspension issues and things like that. Not exactly the same as a guy returning from a career threatening injury or and or death on the field. But Flacco, at least, you know, he's returning after not being in the NFL, uh, you know, you know, hanging out with the family and then comes in and now the Cleveland Browns are in the playoffs. And I saw a statistic to where he's got something like four or five, 300 yard passing games. Baker Mayfield in his entire career in Cleveland had 10. Deshaun Watson's never had any. So he's been the That's best That's the crazy thing about it is this is a team that if you looked at how they're defined, we kept saying running game defense, running game defense. Since Flacco is taking over, it hasn't been that. Like, they've been led by Flacco. I mean, they've been, their offense has been led by him throwing the football extremely effective, in particular down the field. And their defense, so it's 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 been fun to watch, man. I'm I'm happy for them. Happy for Browns fans. This has been uh, it's been a long time coming because this roster is built to be able to win, and now they've got a quarterback in there. He's playing um, up to his abilities, and, the, and the, obviously the way they need him to right now. Hey, Var, how does the uh, how did the Cleveland Browns having success land with a Pittsburgh Steeler fan? I don't have a problem with it. I mean, I love football, bruh. You know what I mean? So I don't I don't look at I don't look at the Browns as a pariah or, or any type of, of a problem to, to me. I I mean, I've actually been a Browns fan at some point in my my, my life. Like really? I said, we we talked yeah. I mean, Marty Schottenheimer is, is a Western PAer. I became a fan. I was I was put up on game on Marty Schottenheimer as 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 a player and as a coach. Um, and a couple other guys. So when he became the, the coach and was coaching the Browns, um, you know, I, I was a big fan of the Browns. And Bill Cowher I, was his I defensive Ernest, coordinator. That's right. I liked Ernest Biner. I, I like. I tell you all the time, one of my favorite teammates is Eric Metcalf, um, Webster Slaughter. Just the way they looked, Big Mac, the, the oh, running Kevin back. Mack. I mean, I was – I was I was a fan of the Browns, so I I, I don't have a, a problem with the Browns having um, having success. And, and listen, I, going back to the original point of of player of the year and, and and or comeback player of the year and where they're at and how they're playing, they do have the roster to do it. You know, their defense is 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 stout. They have a a stalwart in in Garrett, and and on the offensive side of the ball, I thought that for certain. Um, when when Big Dog went down out of the backfield, when the running back went down, that they you know they would struggle and and that they wouldn't be, you know, they wouldn't be good enough to 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 kind of have the type of season that they were going to to need to have. But you know, after Chubb went down, they they did what they needed to you know had had some other. You know, I guess adverse situations. I mean, I guess you could say losing to Sean Watson was an adverse situation, but he didn't really play enough for it to turn into adverse situations. So I don't know how you really interpret it, but they had to overcome some 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 deficits, and they were able to do it. So I mean, they almost become a team that you're pulling for. You know, regardless of who you're a fan of or if they're in the same division or whatever it, it is, it just seems like one of those teams. And, and Joe Flacco is one of those guys. You look at him and, and you see him and you like, you know, you pull for him. He just seems like a genuine good dude. Uh, 
I feel bad for Nick Chubb. Like, they were showing him on the sideline. I'm thinking he's been the, one of the most consistent players in the NFL, one of the most consistent backs in the league the past few years. And then they're having all this success, and he's got to sit and watch it with a season-ending injury. And then who knows how he returns from that injury. I just feel bad for the guy. Like, yeah. he's got to sit there and kind of see everybody else celebrate when he's been really the workhorse for that entire offense through all the Deshaun Watson stuff and everything, and he's got to sit on the sidelines. It's a bummer well, for Nick. Really in his career, too. You know, he's he's obviously suffered injuries in college and all that. So um, that's the tough part. It just – I mean, and again, it doesn't take away from uh, from anything that they've they've done. But imagine this team with the help of Nick Chubb oh, and how God. much even better they'd be. Yeah, it'd be, uh, it'd be a lot of fun. Uh, here's what else is a lot of fun. Uh, it is a Friday. It's the last Friday of 2023. Friday. And that, that means – that it's the last football Friday of football. Yeah. That's what it means. Come on. Come on. Come on, Bar. Come on. Turn it on. Turn it on. I was waiting for this. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Football Friday. Football Friday. Come on. Yeah, right. Friday. Football Friday. Come on. Come on. Come on. More bowl games. More Brady's. Daughter. Y'all got to sit down and watch it. Come on. Let's watch some football. Let's do it. It's football Friday. It's football. Danny, I don't want to watch Coastal nah, nah, Carolina. Nah, nah, nah. Come on, come on, come on. Let's transition. Let's go. Let's get to the All next right. one. Come on, yeah. Friday night is a football Friday. Football Friday. It is a football Friday. Here. Come on. On Bowl two Bonanza. pros and a Come cup on. of Joe Let's here on Fox Sports Whoa, Radio. Whoa, that was a quick stop. A, uh, a All right. Friday All right. here. Uh, I was still feeling we, uh, good about the, the old school football Friday song because I know how much it irritates Brady. So I was like all in on it. Like, like Friday night is a football. Uh, oh, you know, I do. I, I was wondering I this, though. There. Brady, do you think that your daughter has got – because if she's anything like you or Leash, she's going to have at least some element of smartass in her. Do you think at some point as some sort of get back to you – Some element of it? Yeah. (laughs) That's kind of funny. You think at some point, just to get even with you making her watch these bowl games, she just She's going to sing football Friday. No, she's going to start cheering for Oregon State. Do you think that happens today? I see. I uh, I feel like no, it's funny they, if she starts singing it. They're they're not aware of that stuff. Like oh. they'll just be like, "Hey, Daddy, what team are you rooting for?" And I usually just tell them whatever jerseys the the color are, which really more is gambling associated. So <laughs> they really have no clue what's going on. Um, they're just but trying just to imagine numbers. for one second. Yeah. Hey, hey, Daddy, imagine they, Daddy, you're they, sitting there and and she's like, "Daddy, Daddy." Friday night is a football Friday. She she would be the that? one though if she was it. like, hey, which team are you rooting from? Be like, oh, the ones in blue and gold. She'd be like, I'm rooting for the other team. Like she would be that daughter to do it for sure. Yeah. Mm. Well, I just uh, I'm looking forward to her. Uh, yeah, Daddy, I don't understand. They won. What are you upset about? And they won by six points. Yeah, but we need a six and a half. You know, yeah. that's that's the conversation. Look forward to having here. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io.